If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Adajar Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. If I was him, I would go up to Minnesota, sit behind Kirk Cousins. He has two years left on his deal. If he goes back there and sits behind him, uh, Kevin O'Connell, new kind of offense. You talk about the whole Sean McVay style of offense. But Kevin O'Connell, he's from that tree. He has to have two great receivers in, in, in Thielen and um, in Jefferson, and they have a great running back. If he can sit behind there, he can he can give them an even cheaper option than Kirk Cousins and be able to push Kirk Cousins. That is Bart Scott. Listen to him on ESPN 690 Daily. Brent Martineau along with Casey Kurtz here on a Tuesday. Noah Schlitz up joining us here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. It's a uh, an annual thing now. Austin goes away. Noah jumps in for a day. And by the way, the last time Noah stopped over, he was actually at the Players' Championship, so he helped co-host the show that day. That was a year ago. Then Austin started picking up his fight game, sort of beating everybody, and got a job on a morning show. So he obviously felt a little threatened, Noah. I'd love to get to talk with you, Austin. I've never met the guy. I <laughs> filled in for him twice. There we go. You ever yeah. met Austin? I've never met Austin, never. He uh, talks about you sometimes. <laughs> That's interesting. We don't say anything bad about him because you're on his good side. Yeah. See, like, Ty for three years was on his bad side because he picked against Murray State. Which was a very good idea, Ty. And, smart kid. And by the way, now, yeah, who's who's oh, smart I can, now? I can't wait till Friday. I, I mean, don't plan him. on getting on his bad side. Yeah, that's, that's not too bad. I mean, he's, he's bigger than the cutout. Yeah, I mean, he's tougher <laughs> in a cage than he is in a radio studio. Yeah. Especially when he's not here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, but uh, let's, all right, I want to get a few things here. We get to this. Uh, Golf picks will come up. You're going to join. You're actually filling in for Austin on the golf picks. You can't do any worse than so, the so-called butcher. Yeah. Uh, done. And there's no cuts Austin. this week. Or there's like five cuts, really. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I get on his bad side, though. It's all right. Nah, you, seriously, you can't. Like, you, you can't do worse. Who did we have pick for him? Stewart? Stewart, and then he did well, and yeah. then he threw a fit. He's and like, those are my points. We were like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Just take the points. <laughs> um, so we will get to that. But... Uh, Back to some football talk here. The AFC West is full of, obviously, it's so loaded. It's unbelievable. They should, you know what the AFC West should do? They should be like what the SEC wants to do. Like, they just formed their own league for a year and tell everybody else to go play. Or like the group uh, or the Power Five versus everybody else. Like, that's what it feels like the AFC West should be. But you know it's not going to be as, like, unbeatable as everybody says. Listen, the NFC West came into this year very talented. They were beatable. Uh, the Rams were beatable early. Then they obviously found themselves winning the Super Bowl. Arizona was beatable late. Seattle was very average, as it turned out. San Fran was pretty average at first, I think, like 10 games, and then started to take off and find itself. So, listen, the division is not just going to beat itself up and beat everybody else. That's not the way it works. It's the NFL. But what I find interesting about the division is a little bit like the NFC West, where it got loaded. 
And everybody kept going to get add, add, add. We got to win now. We got to stay in front of everybody. Well, the ASC West has done that. Everybody was catching Patrick Mahomes. Well, then what happened was the Chargers got Herbert and then started putting together a pretty good roster. And then they said, okay, we got to go get more. We got to go get more people. We got to keep Mike Williams. We got to find what we can to battle against Kansas City. Then Denver, who was in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, says, we're going to go get Russell Wilson. They've got a pretty talented offense to begin with. I'm not so sure Denver is as good as any of those other teams right now. I was going to say that. But they at least are here to play the game and have ponied up to say, hey, we're in the game in the AFC West. And then there's Vegas, who may now have done more than anybody. They go get Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. They they re-sign and and extend Max Crosby. They put everything on Derek Carr, and they bring in Josh McDaniels and a new front office. Forgot about Josh. You know, so... Basically, what you're looking at is this bevy of moves made by the AFC West, what feels like they're just trying to keep up with each other. And really what all started was they were trying to chase down the Kansas City Chiefs. Is that going to be a common thing? Is that going to happen in the AFC East? Because Buffalo's the team to beat and separated itself. So everybody else will now say, okay, it's time to play the chess game to catch up. Will it potentially happen and maybe you can argue it has happened a little bit in the AFC North with Cleveland as they go get Deshaun Watson. You know Lamar Jackson's around. You know Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl. Pittsburgh, they probably still have to find some things. But are we going to start seeing this around the rest of the NFL? Saw it a little bit, a little bit of a sample last year with the NFC West. We saw it a boatload with the AFC West this year. Is that the new NFL, Casey? I think it is. I don't think it will be in the East only because Bill Belichick's not going to Go for that. You're not going to play that game? I don't think so. But, like, Miami, not saying that they've done that, but, you know, Jalen Waddell, they've made big moves uh, in terms of that when they've had the opportunity to do so, and they've been smart with their moves in free agency this year. They got better players. Um, So I think that'll be interesting. I don't see New England doing that. But, yeah, you do what you got to do. Me and Brian talked last night on overtime. You might have an 11-win team in the AFC missed playoffs. That's That's the first thought I meant. Because, you know, out of those four teams, one of them's got to miss the playoffs. Yeah, well, because out of those four teams, one like I said this about Arizona last year. How did this shake out? Actually, Seattle and being the worst team, right? Yes. And that's why I said, like I thought Arizona could be a very good team, but still be a 500 team. Now they were a little. Would they end up winning 10? Arizona playoffs. I think yeah, they, they made it, 10. Yeah, and they got white by the Rams. And then they, yeah, yeah. And so, but I think that could very like that's going to happen. Denver's going to be either Arizona or Seattle. But miss the playoffs. They're not going to be Arizona and make it. But Denver's going to be that team, I would say, at least the eye test says. And I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, bottom line is Arizona and Seattle didn't live up to what we thought that division would be. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those three teams that we think is going to be very good, maybe it is a Vegas, and Denver, are worse than we think they're going to be. I wouldn't say Vegas out of those four. Who is? Kansas City? The Chargers? Chargers I, I always was, disappoint, but they look loaded. I'd, I'd take Denver over the Chargers right now. Really? 100%. Really? Why? Denver? Yeah. Wait, to, to be bad or good? To be good. Really? Yes. Yes. Russell Wilson is very good. And the games they lost last year, I mean, they were in them to that point. You now have a quarterback. You still play defense. You have weapons. You lost a game by three. You lost a game by seven. You lost another game by three. Those are games you now win with Russell Wilson. The defense is ready, that's for sure. And with Russell, that's going to help. But I think they just need one more weapon on offense to get over the hump. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they could start by bringing back Melvin Gordon and uh, roll with Williams and do that, but they can draft somebody in the draft, but I think it's fascinating with that division, like you said, like only three of them can make the playoffs. So, like, let's say both wild cards come out of there. So then look at the other divisions. Who's not making it, the Colts or the Titans? Who's not making it out of the North? Any of those teams. Yeah. So, like, it's uh, who's the not making effect it. Is- uh, Buffalo, New England, or Miami. Miami, yeah. Like, it's cra- it is crazy. You're going to have such good teams miss the playoffs in this division. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and in the conference. And by the way, you could be 9-8 and eight and be a very good team. Like, that sounds average a lot of years, and 9-8 and eight's still weird to say because of the 17-game schedule, but that sounds really average, but it might not be the case. I mean, you can get beat up by your own division, and har- it's hard to win division games as is, never mind when these guys go all in like this. At so the we'll, same time. Let's, so will we see it? I, again, you said the ASC is maybe not with the Patriots, but maybe they're just good enough to be competitive. But well, I mean, the Dolphins have kind of done it, right? They've had this mo- money. The big thing there is is two of the guy. The Jets, see, the Jets were qu- more quiet this year than I thought they'd be. And maybe it's just not their time. Maybe they feel like they're still a year away from building it up, and then they'll go spend. I think to that point, I agree with the spending, but, like, you have to consider the draft picks, at least I do, because the draft picks you made last year on offense for the Jets – Zach Wilson, it is what it is. I don't like Zach Wilson, but other people do. That's fine. Elijah Moore is pretty good. Pretty good. Michael Carter might be pretty good. And, and you they have, have two top tens. Exactly. So, like, it's not the way that you're maybe thinking of, like, spend the money, but yeah. you made the moves to have the draft capital to pick a guy like Drake London and another pretty solid player. Good point. Um, it's a good point. I just I find it fascinating because I do compare it to the AL East. Like, we just talked about this. The AL East, it was always the Yankees, Red Sox, but Toronto's jumped in the fray, right? Tampa Bay. And Tampa has built such a good organization back, that back they're division in the champs. fray. Now, Baltimore is like, can I please get out of this division? Yeah. <laughs> right? Any, anywhere else, please. <laughs> What's but, amazing about all that is that the Rays have come out on top back-to-back. They've spent the least money. Well, and that's the thing. Sometimes, But that could be like, for this example, that could be the Patriots. Not that the Patriots went out and spent a lot of money last year. But point being, there's a different way to get good sometimes. And maybe you're just good because you're a good organization. Maybe Mac Jones is really good, all this stuff. So you don't always have to do it the same way. What I found interesting about the NFC, um, the AFC West this year, is they did it the same way. They went out and said, we're adding, we're adding. Big money, big body, big name. We're just going to go get it. And we're going to chase it. And there are really, when you chase like that, usually you think you've got a chance. Heck, the AFC West chased, made their team a lot better probably at all across the division, and they might not even make the playoffs. <laughs> My <laughs> question now for the Jaguars, though, is, you know, they've went out spent all this money this offseason. What's going to happen when they're that team that's ready to just make that jump, to go out compete? They're not going to have that money to go out. Well, the, well, by that time they could, right? If the Jags are two years down the road, well, they're out from under a lot of contracts in two years. You can always move the money around, as the entire AFC West uh, just said. So, it, really, the big thing there is: are they, you know, when they're ready to compete? They might, if they were ready to compete this year, they may have gone and got a Chandler Jones. See, that's the difference. Instead, they went and re-signed Cam Robinson, and they go get Sheriff on the offensive line to protect their young quarterback. But if this team was two years down the road, they might have gone and got a 32, 33-year-old pass rusher instead of a young pass rusher in the draft to seal the deal and maybe put them over the top. So there's different methods to do it. Um, the bigger question now as we switch back to the Jags is what holes are there to fill? Wide receiver one. So they st- all the money they just spent in free on the pass catchers, Ingram, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and we still think they need a wide receiver one. It's- yes. 
it's without a doubt. I, I just, they don't have a guy out there currently that's, you know. All right, so find us that guy before you leave the show, Noah Schlickslip. You mentioned Drake London over yep, there. That's the guy, 100%. You're not going to get him unless you move off the first pick because he's going to go in the top 10, so that's kind of a problem. But he's 6'5". Yeah, he's 200 a- pounds. Dude also played basketball for USC. He's an athletic guy and the exact type of guy who will be the wide receiver one here in Jacksonville who will be a star. Every quarterback has their guy. Brady at Gronk, you know. Uh, you look at the AFC West right now. Mahomes got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill in place, Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Like, you, Trevor Norris needs that go-to guy. Drake London is the guy in this draft that I believe has the most potential and the best chance to become that wide receiver one the Jaguars would need. That's why I'm starting to become more of a fan of trading back. Even if you don't get great value back, you can get you can still get some. And with Drake London, I just feel like that is the value overall because he's he's not a guy you're going to take number one overall. It's funny you say that. You know, it's I, it's, I like when the Kids talk from a logical perspective sometimes, and Noah's not your typical kid in terms of the way he talks sports. But uh, I think I brought this up recently. Like, Ty kind of said the same thing to me. He's like, well, who cares if you need, like, normally for a number one pick, you'd get three first-round picks. Well, so what? Just if you want to trade it, trade it for a bargain, but still pick up picks and slide back to, like, your point and and take a, a receiver. Well, Here's, there's two reasons why they can't do that. One, I think there's an integrity of the game kind of thing from the, the personnel standpoint, the GMs, the front offices, that they're not just going to hand over that first pick, even if you collect, say, uh, two second-round picks for it. I just think that the extremes are too different, and you, heck, half the league's already mad that they gave Christian Kirk what they gave him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's a way to do business that I think you almost have to fall in line to a degree on the other re- other thing is this: the Jags have tipped their hand to say we're going pass rusher, and they left a huge vacancy at pass rusher. So the Jags can't pick wide receiver with that first selection. They need to get a pass rusher now. They don't have one. I mean, it's one. It's probably their biggest deficiency is sacks and turnovers, right? And they don't have a another pass rusher right now. So they have to go use that pick on a pass rusher um, at the moment, whether it's Thibodeau, whether it's Hutchinson. We can all debate that. But they have to get a pass rusher. And I feel like that's a spot you can address in the second round. There's plenty of edge rusher talent in this draft. But you're looking for a wide receiver one. And if you're trying to get that guy for Trevor, if you're trying to get that guy for him to throw to, Drake London is that option. And it's I'd rather take that bet you know, trading back in the first round, even if it's unconventional, I'd rather take that bet there and fill in the edge rusher position because we still got Josh Allen rushing the passer. They've addressed that. And that is a need that they're going to have to address. But they got to get that number one guy for Trevor. And Drake London is just so talented that I feel like he'd be the guy in this draft. Listen, we wrestled with this last year a little bit, right, on the pit stuff. Will you jump back in and could you trade? i trade the farm to jump back in. I'm, first, again, I'm just trying to tell everybody, nobody's trading for that first overall pick, okay? There's nobody going to trade for it, for what they're going to ask for it. 
Now, I know under, I understand what you're saying, give it away. It's a little unconventional. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so nobody's trading for it. The best way to go back in and get the receiver you want is to get back in the first round. And then they would have to trade things away. Would they be willing to do that? I'm okay with that. I'm tired of draft picks. Guys who could maybe turn into a wide receiver one, there's still question there. I am going with a guy that I feel like I know is going to be that number one option, and that's what Drake London is. Like, there's a reason people are so high on him. It's sort of like Megatron. You remember him? He had the size, the speed, could go up and get balls. Drake London, he does it all. He's, he's a well-rounded player, a great route runner, goes up, makes physical plays, and he's fast as well. He's got it all. He's 6'5", as I mentioned before. That's just that's something you don't see very often from wide receivers. And Trevor Lawrence still lacking a guy who he's going to throw to, who is that number one option, Drake London. you got to get him. Uh, that is uh, Noah Schlitzup, who is 15 years old, and asking us if we remember who Calvin Johnson is. Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> that was a new place for me to be. Yes. But if you want to talk uh, about it. Drake London like that, come back anytime because that's my guy. So Yeah, people love Drake London. Because he's great. Another guy coming off an ACL, right? Yeah, yeah. earlier in the season. Though. Yeah, also, how about USC Michael Pittman? That's a recent guy to come out of USC. They're starting to produce. No, I mean, yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown, USC as well. Like, they're just cranking out receivers that are good. Yeah. Um, used to be running back you. Still is pretty good at wide receiver you. Yeah, why, don't you they, why don't they win games? You ever wonder that? <laughs> like they, that. They had Robert Woods and Marquise, right? Yes. And, and I think I told you guys earlier, they both went to the same high school, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you just need a quarterback. I guess you do. Drake London is the one guy that if the Jaguars were to trade that number one overall pick, he'd be the one guy using what the selection that they traded back to. He'd be the one guy that would make that okay in my mind because wow. I, I there's a reason so many people are high on him. Well, that's I mean, listen, if he's Jamar Chase-esque, it's hard to ignore what Jamar Chase did to Cincinnati, right? He, he doesn't play. He's not Jamar Chase. He's not. He doesn't play well, that type of game. He's a different wise. player. Impact-wise, I don't want to put that kind of expectation on him because Jamar Chase just had one of the best rookie seasons a wide receiver's ever had. Like, I don't want to go out and say that. But he has a guy who could have a similar impact, in my opinion, who could really take this offense to the next level and be that guy Trevor can rely on. All right, real quick, uh, let's get to our golf picks. Uh, match play. And uh, March Madness, PGA Tour has done a nice job here, got their own bracket. Match play is really fun. I uh, wish we saw more of it. It's why we like the Ryder Cup, right, President's Cup. And they have this event with the uh, uh, Dell Technologies Match Play Championships in Austin, Texas. I'll uh, give you my final four. We're not going through the whole thing. A crazy bracket is number is the top left portion, by the way. John Rahm, Patrick Reed, Cameron Young, and Sebastian Munoz. I think you could pick any of them. He could. And you know Young better than me. I didn't really know much about him. But Munoz has been playing really well. And I'm not sure Rom is flying high right now, you know? No, he's not. So I've actually got Patrick Reed coming out of that one. Um, that's the only one I'll tell you. I don't have Reed going all the way. I have Dustin Johnson, Daniel Berger, Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas. Uh, all Americans, by the way, in my final four. Dustin Johnson, Shoffley going to the finish. And Dustin Johnson winning uh, the match play. Yeah, just go ahead out to the sidewalk with the chalk. Um it's yeah, it's a off. little chalky. No, it's it's a lot chalky. Well, I have Morikawa losing to Kokrak. I, I I got my upsets earlier. I have Brian Harmon coming out of there, but then he goes up against Shoffley. Harold Varner's coming off of a great player. Varner's coming off a nice month, I really. I love Harold Varner. 
And if I picked him over John Rahm, I would have had him in my Final Four. However, I have Rahm in my Final Four. I have Tommy Fleetwood and, and Justin Thomas in the championship. Shoffley, the other guy I have in my Final Four. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood, I really, really like him coming off of the players and his recent success. But, however, I just have Justin Thomas winning because, I mean, here's the thing. The players is the golf I watch. I, I'd, I'll tune in on Sunday sometimes, but after being there Saturday and seeing what Justin Thomas did, I, it's hard to pick against him for me. All right. Well, hey, it must be familiar about that chair over there, how much golf gets watched. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> You're sitting in the right spot, Noah. Uh, what you got? Now, Casey watches a bunch of it. He knows every guy. He knows the matchups. He knows the odds. He knows who's favored. Casey, what how's my pick looking? Who'd you pick again? Justin Thomas. I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, chalk. That's okay. All good. Uh, he had Fleetwood against him in the finals. I like Fleetwood. Love Fleetwood. He needs to win in America. He hasn't and figured Fleetwood's that one out Fleetwood's a 41 yet. seed going to the finals. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, final four, that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. I, I also like Dustin Johnson. Uh, Scotty Scheffler as well. Finished second here last year. Other side is where things get a little wild. This ain't no hobby, Brent. Give me Kevin Kisner. Match play God, Kevin Kisner. Gosh, it nope. sounds so weird that he would be good at that, too. He He's just fantastic. had that controversial comment at the players. He, yeah. he does. He, he has a lot of them, but that's okay. You've got to beat JT in round one. Yeah, he's a match play God. Give me Kisner. Give me Sergio at home as well in Austin. So I, I thought got you Ser said you like my pick. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, listen. <laughs> Hard to go against JT. But. It is, but Kisner, Kisner's that dude. So, uh, uh, Sergio Kisner, DJ Scotty, uh, give me DJ, give me Kisner. Wow, give me Kiz. All right. How about the hometown guy, Jordan Spieth? How's he looking, Casey? Uh, I picked Jordan to win his little bracket, which is a tough bracket with uh, Rosie, Keegan Bradley, and Adam it Scott. It is a tough one. I always pick Keegan Bradley there. Yeah, I mean, playing well, right? Match, yeah, he is. Match play is not a great spot for Jordan to be in. I think he gets out of it though. Um, but Kisner's a just going to roll. I'll tell everybody. you, the tough one too is Hovland and Zalatoris. What a great opening round match that is. That's good. I have uh, who do I have in that? I got Zalatoris. This is this is a great bracket because golf is so deep right now. Mm -hmm. So and it's the easiest sport to get upset in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Um, easy, easy. Uh, all right. Before we go, I know we're already late. Casey, it's fine. I want you guys to talk a little uh, prospect baseball, jumbo shrimp. You guys know the stuff. Give us like two or three minutes on on who to watch here. Two words, Max Mayer. Yeah, 100%. He was in the Futures game last year, third pick out of Minnesota. Uh, dude's going to be electric. I think he pitched once or twice with Jacksonville last year. He should start the season here. Um, he has flow, which is awesome, and it's blonde flow, so that's even better. Uh, throws hard. Stuff is nasty going to be legit when they finally gets to Miami, but I'm excited to watch him pitch as well. That's that's the guy I'm all over as well. Who else? What else we got? I mean, it depends on what they do. Like, will J.J. Blade start the season here? Uh, we don't know. He He'll make his way up, though. Absolutely. At some point, he will be in AAA. Uh, he didn't fare super well in uh, AA last year, but it is what it is. And then... Uh, Jesus Lazardo, maybe? It depends what they do with him. Like, because spring training is so short, like, we'll have to see how they handle their roster That's and then call. obviously with Derek Jeter leaving due to the fact that it sounded like they don't want to win that may skew what happens with the major league roster like with a guy like Leyland Diaz who hit home runs that are still going yeah yeah uh last season so it depends on if they want to win but a guy like you mentioned like Max will definitely be here Blade will be here at some point also looking at opponents who are going to come in that you're a Red Sox fan Brent uh Jeter Downs number two prospect I believe for the Red Sox, he'll be here opening day. Uh, Red Sox got a few of their 
top prospects. Uh, Tampa Bay, we saw Wander Franco, Vidal Brujan here last year, Josh Lowe. Uh, they got some of their prospects m further up. Uh, I really am excited to see, though, Adley Rushman. Believe I said that right. Yeah, you did. Uh, where do you play college ball? Uh, Oregon, Oregon State, Oregon State. Yeah. yeah. Number two prospect in baseball. Catcher, right? We saw the yep. we saw the number one prospect here last year. Adley may have played here for a series or so, but he'll be here this year. Uh, Grayson Rodriguez also for the Orioles. You know, there's a lot of talent that's going to be coming to Jacksonville. I'm excited. My Iowa Cubs for the Cubs organization going to be here in September. Uh, for any Cubs fans out there, be sure to check that out because they have got. By the end of the year, they're going to have a lot of their top prospects there. Brennan Davis, I'm sure, will be there if he's not yeah. called up for September. Davis is going to be a stud. He's going to be the next big thing for the Cubs because he can rake with the bat. Center fielder, if he's still here, uh, that would be amazing. Sure, you got to go out and see him. All right, there he is. Noah Schlitz, maybe we should do a minor league prospect show here. You, Casey? Sounds like another show. Just another show. We're just adding yeah. shows hey. left and right. We're just trying to find a home for I feel like I live Noah. here anyway, so yeah. that's fine. You do a great job. We appreciate you. We love you. Thanks. I Almost as much as Amanda. Awesome. Good. Noah, good work, man. Thank you, Brent. Off to call some Creekside baseball. Yeah, we're going to get a W now. Creekside against Nice tonight at 630. Tune in on you Slick can, Sports. You can listen to uh, the call of the game and watch it with uh, Noah. At 6:30, uh, Schlick Sports on YouTube. Make sure you follow him on Twitter as well. <laughs> he wears his own shirt. Love it. He's got his brand going. We like it. Thanks for stopping in, man. Thank you, Brent. Uh, Thank you, Casey. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I think there's a chance that that happens. Like you don't have to give them away, and because they are paying Trey Lance on a rookie deal, it's not like you have too much money allocated to quarterback. I think people, the way people look at Jimmy Garoppolo is really not that significantly different than how they look at Carson Wentz. Like, again, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better, okay? But I'm just I'm saying, like, I, I don't think they're, they're, they're viewed that differently. So what are you going to give up for Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, you're not getting Jimmy Garoppolo for a third-round draft pick. That is Matt Hasselbeck. Yo, so close. The other one? <laughs> yeah, the other What's one. What's the other one's name? Tim. Tim. Yeah. What's Matt doing? Uh, he works. Which one was on Survivor? What? Yeah, one uh, of them was on Survivor, I think. Or maybe it was his wife. I think it was his wife was on Survivor. Which one? Yeah, we don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just somebody named I bet Hasselbeck. I our next guest huh? will probably know. Uh, let's welcome in John Bachman. John Bach, is this like your first appearance on the show in like two and a half years? I, I feel like it's been at least that long. It's been a long time. I've missed you guys. Yeah, I mean, I think we've kind of missed you, too. I can't speak for Austin. <laughs> well, I heard he's out skiing <laughs> in Colorado. Must be rough. I know he doesn't miss me right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Hasselbeck's wife was on Survivor, yeah. right? She yeah, I believe she was. She was on The View for a while. That's where I, but yeah, but, I think but, she was on Survivor to get her break. Yes, yeah, that's yes, correct. that's right. See, that's what happens. If you go on Survivor, you get the break, yep. and then you're on The yep. View. That's right. That's how it works. It's like a pipeline. That's how it works. So it's a pipeline. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Okay, guys? We'll get to why John's calling in a moment. But I was Also, why are you promoting The View, by the way? Just, just out of curiosity. I don't know. Is that not on us? No, that's not on us. Oh, is, uh, that, is that even going anymore? I thought they've had all sorts of issues. 
I don't. Every time I, I watch, every time I watch I TMZ after our show on seven o'clock on Fox Thirty, <laughs> Fox I see them 30, talking yeah. about what's going wrong with the View. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, but okay, I'm, sorry. Go ahead. You were saying. Well, I was thinking of this because my wife was watching The Bachelor, another one not on. CBS 47 or Fox 30. <laughs> you're, doing, you're doing a great job yeah. of plugging our stuff. Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but, like, I call that show reality prostitution. But, um, <laughs> whoa. Like, that <laughs> is an unbelievable, I can't believe it. But anyway, Jesse Palmer. Yep. Right? Yeah. So Palmer yeah. obviously plays football, but he goes on that show, and all of a sudden he's like this transcendent star everywhere, yeah. right? He's yeah, just he's an okay football player. He's hosting everything now. But he's hosting and he's everything. He's got commercials. He's got, yeah, he's, I mean, he's killing it. And so I kind of like, I put him in the category of like, uh, like I really think, um, what's his name from American Idol? Used to be on Fox, but now isn't. There's another one. Um, Seacrest. Seacrest. Yeah. Like, got super oh. lucky, right? Like, I think of, like, I'm almost wondering what makes these people so, like, what makes Jesse Palmer so marketable that you want him on everything that is created? Like Blake Shelton, another one. Okay, the guy can sing. He's popular. But, like, he's everywhere. Like, I don't need Blake Shelton in my life that much. He's got it, but he's got a, a, a real, uh, just a good personality, man. Like, I mean, another show like, that's not on us. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> like, bat a thousand, buddy. I did what? like how you hey, split in TMZ. what shows do we have? <laughs> what do we uh, have? <laughs> We have, we have, we have the, I think it's called the talk. Okay, uh, there we go. With Amanda, what's her name, Clutes from Dancing with the Stars, another way to slide there into, you know, kind of, anyway. Um, but, said slide. Yeah. We're still lost where we are right now. What what are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I just I, I just I find it interesting to see like what and obviously research seals the deal at the national level, the network level. But I just yeah. find it odd. Like to me, like I don't know. Like I'm not watching everything Jesse Palmer is in, but apparently, yeah. like women age 25 to 54 hey, do. Just, just in, yeah, just in Brent. You're not in the t the target demo. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you're, Jesse you're was not, good. You're as not the host. there, buddy. You're yeah, not yeah, okay. There. Okay, that is yeah. such a stage show. Like I'm watching the like that. I love it, man. Oh, it's so bad. I, I hate love it. it. But it is like you can just you know, John, you know because you know the business. The questions are so staged. It's like they rehearsed yeah. that thing. One time, Palmer in the end's like, "Oh, I don't even know what's going to happen next." The hell, you don't know what's going to happen yeah. next. Yeah. This thing's all yeah. scripted well, out. Remember, first of all, when they pick the the, the quote unquote contestants, they're picking people that they think will will be the, the drama and get the things that they want. Oh, yeah. Then they're able to edit stuff out. So there's, I mean, reality is, is a little bit of a stretch in, in, in a lot of those shows, I would say. <laughs> just I'm not saying it bit. doesn't happen. I'm just saying you can you can edit things to make it look one, you know, it's just, it's not, it's not true reality, that's for sure. Well, that's true. I could fall in love with anybody for if I was uh, on six-week vacation. It's all paid for. You're, you're right. That's a good point, too. Absolutely. And everybody's beautiful, right? Like, I mean, you know. This is a good time Absolutely. to get Noah out of here, by the way. <laughs> I hope he's not listening on the way home. I, he's hopefully, yeah, he's, by the way, he is fantastic, man. He is he's so He's going to be a star, isn't he? Yes, he is. He already kind of is, I'd say. Uh, he's, yeah. Incredible. Uh, all right. Yep. Now the real reason John Bachman uh, yep. called in. we got Play Day back. Well, yeah, Playday's back. You know, uh, this is such a great fundraiser for the first tee of North Florida. And uh, I, today was a great day. I got to hang out with Earl and Pam, who live in Toronto, but they have a, a winter home down here. 
and they heard about this fundraiser that we do for First Tee, and they signed up last year, and they won it this past year in 2021. But because they live in Canada, couldn't get back. Anyway, it worked out. They got to play TPC Sawgrass Stadium course a week and a half after the players. How's that? That's pretty good. And they didn't have the the horrible conditions that were uh, (laughs) plaguing the pros. Uh, So it was phenomenal. And, of course, Len Matisse was a great host. He shot an easy 69 today. Wow. Uh, And and, and it was just really, really great. So, yeah, I wanted to come because it was fresh because we got to do it today. Uh, But also to let people know if they want a chance at it, I was in the process of tweeting out everything. Uh, So if you go to Bachman A and Jacks on Twitter – you'll be able to see video of Earl stiffing it on 17. Just stepped right up there, no hesitation. It was the first one on the box. We played it from the, the pro box, so we were about 135 out. And uh, he just stuck it. The pin was up front, not an easy position downwind today. And so anyway, if you go to my Twitter, I'll be at Bachman A and Jacks. I'll, I'll post the link where you can go. And for every $10 donated to the First Team North Florida, and every dollar you donate goes to there, if every, every $10 donation registers you to win an opportunity to play golf for two people, two rounds at TPC Sawgrass Stadium Course with Len Matisse, and I'm there to document it all. It's a lot of fun. Len and I uh, like to have a good time, so, you know, you get to have some laughs even if the, if the golf is tough. That's awesome. Uh, John Bachman with us, uh, the play day to raise funds for the first tee of North Florida. And uh, yep. basically, once, once you see this unveil itself, yeah, you could win a round at TPC Sawgrass with John and, and Len, but when you go play next weekend, some of the proceeds right. uh, will go back toward uh, the first tee and raise some money. You guys started, I think this is going to be year three of it. Sound right? This is, yeah, this is year three. We started this back in during the pandemic when our big, huge Taste of Golf fundraiser, which is coming up in April, um, was canceled. We raised like $100,000 or more for First Tee North Florida at the at the Taste of Golf. So if you're interested in that, by the way, I'll, I'll, I'll give a cheap plug to that as well. Go register. It's a great event. Also at TPC Sawgrass at the um, clubhouse there. It's phenomenal. Um, but so the Taste of Golf was canceled because of the pandemic. And Len and I were talking one day and we're like, why don't we do something fun like this? And so, yeah, there's a hashtag play day. And the idea is, you know, you get out and play. So the weekend is April 1 through April 3, Friday through Sunday. And we encourage you to, you know, maybe use this as a good excuse to go out and play some golf. Um, and, and while you're there, you know, click on the link, donate to First Tee, um, maybe post a picture of you guys playing with the hashtag play day, post a score if you want to do that and talk some good-natured trash to your buddies. It's just the idea is to just, you know, draw attention to to the great game of golf to the wonderful organization of first tee and hopefully have a little fun doing it as well that's awesome uh well hopefully you'll come up in studio i know you're off this week but uh come on up and, and talk a little bit more about it next week as we get closer we'll remind the folks uh all about it and help support the uh, first tee in north florida as well thanks man love it Thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to seeing you guys in person next week, and we'll talk some more about it. And don't forget to watch every show on CBS 47 and Fox 30. There's a whole lineup of great shows. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All see right. You. That includes Action News Jacks with John Bachman, Tanika Hughes, Mike Burrish, and the Action Sports Jacks Police yeah, team. Somebody like, from For a couple minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the rumor has it you're in there somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Don't blink. But we're in there. Um... All right, let's take a break. we got one more break. We're up against it today. I like it. Busy day. Yeah, fun day.
What are you going to do tomorrow? Have some more fun? Open cards, I think. Open cards down at the Volley's House of Cards. You coming by, folks? 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. Casey's going to join me. I want somebody to beat Casey in a pack battle tomorrow. Show up at the Volley's House of Cards between 3 and 6. Uh, better off between 3 and 5, really, tomorrow. And then beat Casey in a pack battle so I can see him get mad. That's, that's what I want to happen. That's what we're all working for, man. <laughs> get upset over children. Yep. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have to be a kid, but we kind of welcome the kids down there for the pack battle. We'd like to uh, see them there and see if they can go home with some cards. Uh, that's tomorrow, ESPN 690 on a Wednesday at the Volley's House of Cards uh, down there in St. John's County, right off the highway on 210. We'll be right back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. cool story here uh, in Jacksonville. The other day, you went to the Pirates game. You were in Bradenton, right? Yeah, you better believe it. You saw Ben Gamble. What did he do? He went yak right over the uh, a station we can't say 25 sign in uh, <laughs> in uh, Bradenton. Uh, that's good. Right into the Tiki Bar. We can say that. Um, well, today he had another home run. On fire. He really can hit. The Gamble brothers could really can really hit. And... Um, Matt had some injuries with mm -hmm. his knees. Ben has had a nice prolonged career. He's bounced around a little bit. Milwaukee had some good good times there. Uh, Seattle and now with the Pirates. Yeah. Uh, but he can flat out hit. And a uh, good player, fun player. And uh, we had him on our show a couple years ago. We did an all-baseball show. Um, good dude. Has flow. He has a lot of flow. You're right. It matters. Uh, and so today he hits another home run for the Pirates in Bradenton. Yeah, he did. Opposite field homer. Then he leaves. Okay. And he drives to Jacksonville, and hopefully he's here by now, or maybe he's on his way or whatever. I, I don't know. I'm assuming he drove. Maybe he flew. Probably flew, right? But uh, Probably. And his wife is going to give birth to their baby girl yeah. tonight. Uh, Delilah is her name. Wow. And so uh, home run and a baby all in a day. It's a good day. <laughs> that's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> so that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, very good. So, how long is that? So, you know, you, now you got me thinking. Ben Gamble, I uh, wonder how much, how long he's now been in the bigs. Oh, it's been a little minute. Yeah, he, well, he was, I mean, when I, it takes a long time to get up to the bigs. I'll tell you this, when I was uh, out there getting autographs in Bradenton on the regular uh, for minors, he was a pretty high prospect in the Yankee system. I believe he was on the team. He was in the Yankee system, you're right. Yeah, I think he was on the teams with like Greg Bird and um, Dante Bichette Jr. That sounds right. Up. Yeah. Uh, so he, uh, in the big leagues, uh, played a little bit with the Yankees, then went to Seattle, then Milwaukee and, uh, Cleveland. I missed that stop for a short time. Yeah. Uh, and Pittsburgh. So he's, he's got a home in Pittsburgh. He's 29 years old. And so he's played since 16 in the bigs. Yeah. So this will be his 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, seventh year. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to some people in Bradenton that are Pirates fans and they like him. And listen, to be nice about the Pirates, not a whole lot going for them. But no. they told me Ben Gamble's one of their favorite players and one of the bright spots. So um, if the Pirates have nothing else or if you have nothing else to root for for the Pirates, might as well check out Ben Gamble because it sounds like he's a staple in that lineup all season long. He's got a two two fifty eight career average. I thought it might even be a little bit higher. Uh, you know, he's been it's, – it's spot duty at times. But there are some years where he had – 
a bunch of plate appearances. Since 17 with Seattle, he had 550 plate appearances. Yeah. He had 300, 356, 421 um, total with, between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So, I mean, he's really to be an almost everyday guy, and even at 400 plate appearances doesn't make you a re- like an everyday guy, but it's almost an re- everyday guy. He really hasn't had a lot of chances to do that. And when he has, uh, he hit eight homers, drove in 26 at 247 last year. It's just okay. Uh, but back in the 17 year with Seattle, 27 doubles, 11 homers, almost 60 RBIs, and hit 275. It's a good season. You know, so listen, baseball is a really tough sport if you're in and out of the lineup all the time. If you get a chance to be a regular, and I, I know we've shown a lot of TV highlights of Ben making some nice plays in the field, too. Good field, yeah, yeah. pretty good field. Absolutely. So. Uh, ben Gamble with a nice day. That's a good way to end the show. How about that? A little nice story. Ben Gamble, home run today over in Bradenton for the Pirates. Yeah. And a baby girl tonight. Nine so congratulations one. to the Gamble's the Bishop Kenny product. By the way, real quick, tonight, ESPN 690, 7 o'clock, Knicks, Hawks in the garden. Oh. Trey Young oh. is balding. Oh. You better believe it. I so. saw the Knicks, Hawks on Christmas Day. That was without Trey Young. This one will have still got the chance. Yeah, so uh, be listening to that one. See if you can catch the balding chance right here on ESPN 6. Ah, good one. I like it. Uh, We'll be back at it tomorrow at 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. Join us down at Davoli's House of Cards if you can. If you can't, get down there on 210 uh, and have some fun with us. Well, then you can listen right in your car or really just about anywhere to ESPN 690. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. So, you need to change your oil. Right now, you can get five quarts of Valvoline Daily Protection or Valvoline Max Life High Mileage Motor Oil with an STP oil filter, plus an STP air filter or cabin air filter for just $36.99. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You could unlock more cash than you realize from your home's equity with a cash-out refinance today. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. And with Rocket Mortgage, you could unlock thousands in less than three weeks. But you've got to act right now before rates go up. So when you're looking to unlock the cash in your home, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. Rocket. Rates current as a 121221. If you've been involved in a car accident, call me, Mark Anajar, at the law offices of Anajar and Levine at 904-600-4000. That's 904-600-4000. And take back control of your life. Office in Jacksonville. The legendary Acura Integra is back at your first Coast Acura dealers. Click or call to pre-order yours today. Supply is limited, so don't wait. Pre-order the next generation 2023 Integra at firstcoastacuradealers.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Austin. And when it comes to sports drinks, there's a lot of options out there. Whether you're talking about hydration, recovery, or just drinking a healthy beverage that's going to work for you and not against you, it can be hard to find that perfect drink. Well, I'm going to make things super easy on you with some help from my friends at Body Armor with Body Armor Light. Whether you're working out, you're on the go, Body Armor Light is the low-calorie sports drink to hydrate your active lifestyle. It's absolutely insane how much sugar is in some of these sports drinks out here, but not when it comes to Body Armor Light. Because with Body Armor Light, you're talking about a drink that has zero artificial sweeteners and zero sugar added. And not to mention, it's also bringing potassium-packed electrolytes, antioxidants, vitamins, and coconut water. So whether you're an athlete, you live 
live an active lifestyle, you want to make a positive, healthy change in your diet, just remember, you can drink water, you can drink a sports drink, or you can optimize yourself by drinking something that's not going to bog yourself down with sugar and artificial sweeteners. And it's something more than a sports drink. That's body armor. Sometimes you need an adjustment for that back or neck. Sometimes you need massage therapy for the same. Maybe you need a wellness consultation to protect from injury. You can do all of that and more at 904 Chiropractic and Injury Center. And it doesn't matter where you are in town. There's a 904 Chiropractic and Injury Center near you on the south side in St. Augustine and the newest location on the west side. If you've had personal injury due to an accident, look up 904chiro.com. If you need a wellness consultation, look up 904chiro.com. If you need massage therapy or an adjustment, look up 904chiro.com. Tobacco-Free Florida has many free ways to help you quit nicotine. From free two-week starter kits of quit-aids to free cessation services like phone quit and group quit. We're even trying out new motivational tactics. You're the greatest quitter. Or maybe we'll just stick to the ways we know work. Visit TobaccoFreeFlorida.com or call 1-877-YOU-CAN-NOW for free nicotine patches. Transmission problems? Call Action Transmission Specialists on Merrill Road, where you get the work done right the first time by the experts. I'm Robin Sidbury, the owner. Our techs can service all makes and models, and we provide a nationwide warranty so you have the peace of mind knowing we solve your transmission troubles fairly and honestly and guaranteed nationwide. Call us at Action Transmission mission specialist on Merrill Road, where quality counts. Get traction. Call action at 744-0755. Men suffering from ED or PE? Has Viagra or Cialis let you down? Prime Men's Medical Center is featuring Restore Wave, the latest in non-invasive ED treatment. You'll see results on your first visit or pay nothing. Call 904-618-3497. That's 904-618-3497. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 Anna Jar and Levine Studios. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 904-600-4000. That's 904-600-4000. ESPN 690. Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio.